Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and though that lie, fuck, and those that lie betwixt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went, you went for some fancy there. Fuck. All right. All right. Welcome to. <laughs> That's a DNF. That's a DNF. No, no, no. We're keeping it in. We're keeping it in. Welcome to Red, the Red Flags, a Formula One podcast for little sluts who live for the drama. <laughs> It is Brian Muller, your host, with my good friend Matt Osafin. What's up, Vankas? Hello, Vankas. Um, uh, all right, so let's get into it. Uh, you know, uh, we apologies for this being a little bit late. It is midnight on Wednesday, July. It's now Wednesday, July seventh. We had a big Fourth of July, Fourth of July, uh, and uh, this is the only time that we were able to do it because we fucking love our fucking community, and we had to get this episode out for you. So apologies for it being a little bit late, but um, let's talk about the Austrian Grand Prix, which happened on Sunday. Uh, well, you know, Red Bull won again. Max, uh, well, Max won again uh, by a lot. Dominated. Uh, not much to discuss there, other than he's looking uh, pretty strong out there. And uh, he's looking he's looking real good. Yeah, he's looking he's looking real good. And and I was hoping that maybe he wouldn't look as good. And you know what? I can't hope for that anymore because um, hoping that, you know, it's like hoping that the sun will come up the next morning because Max Verstappen is here to stay. Can I say something, too? He's been looking better, like more handsome. He, He looks so hot. Because because, looks, because I tried to show I tried to show dry I tried to show like pictures of Max Verstappen to like a gay friend of mine and he was like he's hot I was like no no, no he he wasn't wait yeah I guess he is kind of hot now. he's like success he's like grown into his face or something because like he looked like a total fucking creature when he was young but now he's like confident and like he's cooled off and he and he's like he's confident in his skin. And he's he just... looks amazing. He, I, I'm so glad that you said something because <laughs> Max Verstappen is—he's not a good-looking <laughs> man. He is like, for my whole life and career with him, it's been this guy is like fucking ugly, and I wish that he was hotter because when you want your champion to be a fucking snack and a half, <laughs> and. After this race, he's doing the post-race interview, and I'm watching it with my with my sister and my mother, and they're both like, "Wow, he is so handsome." And I was like, "No, he's. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck is happening? He looks so fucking good. He's having a glow up. They they gave him. He's upgrades. having a big glow up. It, it's like it, it's that thing when you get rich, you get hot. It's like, did they get hot or did they just get rich and?" He's rich in Formula One points, and it's showing. He's got this stubble going on, and when he's wearing the hat, when he's wearing the flat brimmed hat, I'm at a frat party, and he just won a beer pong game, and I just wanted to bend me over and show me what's right. <laughs> DRS right inside of me. I don't know what happened to him. He's just hot now. It's he just, looks fucking amazing. He creeped up on us like he creeped up on Mercedes. And he pounced That's right. into our hearts. He pounced. And, and into our in, into in, into our loins. Because, yes. Yeah. Max Verstappen has has taken has taken the role. And and it'll be interesting to see where he winds up in our future episode where we where we rank the hottest drivers because he would have been bottom five. Yeah. He would have been bottom five he, for me. But he, right now he's down there with he was down there with Latifi. And right now he's got a bullet on the billboard chart straight to the top because he's looking fucking good. Maybe we're just star fuckers. Maybe that's what it is. I think that might be a little bit of it. But, you know, it is something where it's just like you're hotter when you're doing well. It's like, you know, when you're being a sh- when you're not winning. When you're being a shithead it's like- and crashing into Daniel Ricardo, you're just less attractive. Also, you're 18. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, that's all we okay. have to say about Max is that he's better looking now. That's yeah, our yeah, that's yeah. our analysis of, of that race. Who gives a shit about the car? Who gives a shit about the car? I just know that I'm sure his dick is an inch bigger than it was a month ago. <laughs> Length and width. Length okay. and width, baby. Um, um Yeah, so he's been looking like he's been surging in all the right ways. You know, um who hasn't been surging at, oh, and they, you know, I would say they let Botas off the cross for a quick second. That was another nice thing that we saw. 
you know. Right. So Botas Botas finished in second. Um, he started the race in fifth. A, a, a great performance from Botas, and there was a moment there where it was a little bit unclear whether they were <laughs> going to let Botas race. But keep him on the cross. He was behind. He was behind Hamilton, and he had the pace. But there wasn't that much. There was there was still a, a, enough race left where you were like, you just you can't just keep him behind Hamilton this whole time, right? I mean, and they could really They thought about they, it. You know, they thought about it. You know, Toto was like absolutely gutted to yeah. let B- Botas actually actually pass Hamilton at one point but they actually did let him pass and he had a great race as he is is primed to do and he he finished in second and he's more and more he's performing well and he's solidifying mm-hmm. his place as uh that potential second uh, Mercedes stop for next year yeah or he's uh gonna or he's making Williams happier and happier to uh, have him aboard um <laughs> that's right but um well, we'll see. Um, he's been surging, but you know who's been kind of bumming me out recently? Lewis Hamilton. He's. I was. Okay, let me just say this. Okay. I was so rooting for him in this race. I was like, Lewis, come on. <laughs> Like, fucking pull one out. Let me see this fucking grit in you, and I need you. I really was fucking gunning for him, which I've never done in a Formula 1 race because he's always just been the one winning, and he had a fuck, he had a tough race. Yeah, he had some damage, but, I, you know, that it's not like how he's doing in the race. Like, I know he's doing his best, but just the, the interviews he gives for an American, it's really hard to hear being like, yeah, they were faster than us. Yeah, there's nothing we can do. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were just faster. Yeah, they've had a car. They have a better team. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's just like, could you imagine, like, when LeBron, like, if LeBron James, like, when he was playing the Warriors, was just like, yeah, my team's just shit. <laughs> well, what about these trades that you're going to make? Ah, eh, those guys aren't good enough. Yeah, no, we're not going to win. Well, right. well, when you go back to Cleveland, you're going to have the, you have the home field event. Nah, nah. Yeah, I mean that's what they had. They said, "Well, you got upgrades. You got upgrades, right?" It, it, it's Silverstone. He's like, "Nah, that won't be enough. That won't be enough." I mean, who wants to go to work with that guy? You know what I mean? Right. You know, right? If, wa- it, if if Le- if LeBron was like, um, "Yeah, have you seen Iman Shumpert? <laughs> <laughs> I can't play basketball. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting the entire team on my fucking back. I mean, and I'm barely getting through this. That's what Lewis would do if he was on the Cavs. He'd be like, "I've got Iman fucking Shumpert on my team." Okay, they have Steph Curry. I mean, I don't know what you want from me. Okay? Okay? Yeah. It just seems like Mercedes in general has a vibe of, like, they're ready to throw in the towel this year, and they're just, like, already making excuses. Unless they're playing possum. Unless they're... Here's what... I hope that they're playing possum, and I hope that they're just, like, waiting in the wings for that moment to strike. But even Mercedes saying that they're putting... Um, you know, they were first. They were saying we're not making any updates to our 2021 car, and we're just focusing on 2022, which is just like them just being like, "Well, yeah, you know, well, look, we didn't even make any adjustments. We're just focusing on next year." But then they were saying, "Well, maybe they're focusing 80 percent of their their stuff on 2022 and 20 percent on 2021." But it just seems like Mercedes doesn't know how to fucking like fight for victory, and they've been in the fucking driver's seat for too long, and now that they have to actually like fight for something they are all just putting blame elsewhere and they're and they're planning their exit they've got they've got one foot out the door and this which which brings me into this moment of this pr that that mercedes and specifically lewis does which is that during the race he's having a battle with lando norris and he passes lando and right after he passes Lando, he says into the into his microphone and into the radio, he says, such a great driver, Lando, such a great driver. And I feel like the entirety of like the Formula One community was like, oh, my God, how amazing was that? Like, that was so incredible. And 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 everyone who's been talking about it after the race was talking about what a special and like heartwarming moment that was. And I was about to fucking throw up on my pregnant sister okay i was like this shit my sister my sister is four months pregnant and i was about to fucking yak all over her because that was so gross to me because i was like hey let's remember that you're in the middle of a race okay you're not in the press conference after the race okay and i knew on some level he was like 
clip it. He was like, <laughs> all right. He was like, everyone, everyone. He, he, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised after that. He was like, hey, did we get that? Do we record me saying that Lando's a great driver? Because <laughs> I need you to have have that moment recorded because that's the thing that's going to be played after this race because I know that I'm not going to win and I want this to be the story of what a gracious like fellow Brit that I am. Right. He he he's riding that next wave. He's he's are he's planning his exit. Yes. He's planning his like his narrative out of this season because he sees that that he doesn't have you know that 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 Mercedes and he doesn't have what it takes to beat Red Bull this year and he's like okay well what how else can I kind of like have what what can be my other storylines well it's like what if I'm gracious to the to the new generation coming up and I'm like no kill them <laughs> kill Lando and then you know what it was also a moment where it was like he passed Lando in that moment and I wonder I wonder what his radio was later in the race when Lando passed him. Because in that moment, he was like, he could have his moment of being like, I, I, it was like, I could pat him on the back as I pass him. And then when Lando passed him, I wonder if he was, he felt or said anything as gracious. Yeah. I mean, that is such good analysis from you, Brian. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's such a rare moment of lucidity from one of us. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, uh, and it's also just a flex by Lewis that he's thinking like he's so good at driving that he could think about um, he that he could think about his own PR while he's driving <laughs> like that's just a level of mastery that he's like hmm how will this fit my brand as I'm going like 200 miles an hour he's <laughs> like yeah maybe I'll just um, yeah I'll, I'll just say such a great yeah such a great driver such a such an excellent driver, such a great, yeah, such such a great driver. Okay, doing the pass, like that's amazing, <laughs> that's incredible, but uh, very calculated. Um, could have just, you know, if he actually wanted to compliment it, he could have done it, not on a televised thing. He could have, you know what I mean? It, it, he wanted it to right. seem candid, wasn't candid. We all know that, yeah, I, that that I everyone's smell, watching I that smell shit through it. Yes, <laughs> and he did it on the overtake um, where where everyone's gonna watch the onboard for that. Exactly. Um, so yeah, Lewis, we're watching you. You suspect. We're watching you, you suspect, Lewis. And and you know what? But I I I pray and I hope that something happens this year. Maybe there's a, a, a there's a race where Max. Something goes with the car. Maybe he's got some crash. He doesn't finish, and Lewis can get some points back because I really am hoping that this turns into a battle. Um, so Lewis finished fourth in the race, but you know who finished third in the race, Matt? Lando fucking Norris. Uh, I knew you were going to remind me of this. Yeah, <laughs> and this is what I'm going to say. Last episode, we had a discussion around Lando where Matt – was talking about how he had this incredible race. And I was saying, no, he didn't actually have a great race. And Matt was kind of accusing me of not being a Lando. He's like, why are you shitting on Lando? He's such a great driver. Lando's amazing. And I was like, let's be clear. I've been on the Lando Norris train from the beginning and you fucking weren't. And now you are on it. And I have, and you know what? I have a clip from episode one of this podcast that proves it. Just, just hear the way that Matt talks about Lando Norris. Okay. Hopefully you can hear this. And um, he actually he actually um, overtook Lando in the race, right? And Lando was like bitching on the radio, being like, "Man, like I'm 12," and right. then like he cut me off. And then I love Lando, was, by the way. You know, he's he's talking about my guy Lando. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Matt's like, nyeh, nyeh, I'm Lando. I'm just a little shit, and I'm like, I love Lando. I I. That had a confrontation with my with my childhood friend Matt over Lando Norris. I was ready to ruin our friendship. I was ready to ruin we've known each other since we were in sixth grade and I was ready to ruin it over my guy Lando Norris because he's the fucking goat and he showed it to get on Sunday. Listen. What do you have to say for yourself? That that episode happened a long time ago. It's not reflective <laughs> of who I am today. I think it I, I think it might have been I think it might have been Photoshop, might have been fake news. And a lot of people are saying that that's not real. A lot of people are and, saying. And who that. did who did I say when he cut me? Oh, I was saying that. Well, because Ricardo cut him off. Ricardo. Ricardo so okay, okay, all right. So let's get some context because it was taken out of fucking context. <laughs> we both know that if it if it if it's between Lando and Ricardo, it's gonna be Ricardo from 
Right? From your end. From, from your end. Oh, you're, you're, from you're, your end, you're forsaking the schnoz. You know, he, the schnoz has to, the schnoz is not, he, he's on my, he's on my outs right now. And you know, who's on, in, who's on my ins is Lando Norris because he was driver of the day on Sunday. He had a fantastic fucking race. He finished P2, uh, you know, in qualifying. Started in the fir- on the first uh, line of the grid and had you know had his overtakes had a bullshit five second penalty when Perez <laughs> fucking went on the outside and he just ra- you know what this is an overthing for this race to the to the FIA or the powers that be let the boys race okay because you weren't letting the boys race and you were calling five second penalties like we're at a fucking buffet and it's fucking shrimp cocktail and we're in Greece and shrimp are fucking everywhere because <laughs> this is it was just it was ridiculous. Lando Norris is racing and Sergio Perez comes on the outside and Lando Norris is just staying on his line and he goes into the gravel and they give Lando a, a, a five second penalty and despite his five second penalty he still went ahead past Lewis and was able to finish P3 and get on the podium an incredible 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 performance by Lando Norris can I just zag on the penalties real quick all right the whole thing about the penalties I'm just like fuck it like let them crash into each- like I'm just like let the, let the kids play I'm right. totally but you could argue that having those penalties encourages Perez to do shit like that, because if if, if he just gets run off like on the regular, mm, right, then guys like Perez won't do dumb shit like that, and then we won't get to see dumb shit like that. Because like I agree, like Perez, like but what Perez you- still got fucked. It was like it it, it was like it. I, I I hear what you're saying, but Paris's race was still kind of screwed. That's that the point thinking. On. That's the thinking. Because it's like, well, if right. you, if you give it, it, you know. Well, then we won't get wheel-to-wheel racing. And it's like, well, you know, if you, the idea is like if Lando had backed off, we could have seen something special happen. It did make the race more exciting. And, and it made some of the, you know, like getting within the, the, the five seconds when he has to go into the pits and when he has to wait there for five seconds. It is kind of like amazing to watch and to kind of watch people kind of like make their way and fight through the field. It does make it more interesting because this track we know has the potential to be fucking boring. Yeah. And... um. And this one wasn't, and, and one of the reasons were the uh, the penalties. And Perez just just way out of pocket today. Hilarious. He he got nailed, and then he did the same shit twice. He got a five second penalty for doing it to Leclerc, and he did that shit again because he's. I think he's starting to believe his own hype a little bit. Everyone's like Perez, like he broke the curse. He's second. He's good. Like he's good, and he's like, yeah, I am good. I am good. <laughs> right. That's right. I... Well, it was sh- it was yeah. Paris's race it was it was shades of when he was on Force India and he was fucking over Ocon, right? Because um, he's got such yeah, a good I reputation. Mean... Everybody loves Paris. He's so popular. I think it's because he's Mexican and like he's like literally the like only person that isn't a billionaire from North America that we have. So that's exciting. Right. That's right. cool. But like, <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a dick to Ocon. And everyone I hear talking is like, oh, it's so unlike Perez to behave such a... He's usually such a nice guy. And it's like, really? Watch Drive to Survive. Talk to Ocon about that shit. Yeah, he was certain, and he was certainly driving like a fucking asshole on in this race. He was taking his day out on Leclerc today. You know, (laughs) he took his fucking day out on Leclerc. Who and and, uh, you know what? I, I couldn't think of a better guy for it to happen to than fucking Leclerc. Because fuck that guy, okay? Fuck like because you want to know something about Paris. I'm not a huge Paris fan. You know, I'd much rather see Gasly, my boy Gasly, in in a, in. A, I would like to see him get another shot at that seat. You know, right? You know, because what's the point of a driving academy if you're not going to put your fucking students in the seat? You're just going <laughs> to hire Perez. But anyway, um, you know what Perez said afterwards when he was confronted about you know his 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 fucking insanity that day. He what? said he wasn't comfortable with himself. He, he, he literally like was ill over how he behaved. He said he wasn't comfortable with himself, and he apologized for his behavior. Then they asked Leclerc about that shit, and he says, yes, he knows he went too far. Like he fucking pushed. He just fucking jabbed it again. He says he knows he went too far. I'm like, <laughs> the man apologized. He said he was sorry. 
You know who hasn't apologized for fucking any of them? The dude fucking crashed into half the grid last week. He crashed into fucking, you know, where's Gasly's apology? Where's fucking Gasly's apology? You piece of shit, Leclerc, okay? You know, doesn't it feel good well, to be apologized to? It feels, listen, listen. I well, was, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What, what if, what if he just apologized to him in private? What if, because they're friends, what if after the race, he just went over to him and they talked about it and he apologized to him as opposed to this PR fucking he, bullshit? He might have. He might have. He might have. He might have. So you don't, you don't know that. But you know, and, who, and didn't, you you know who didn't apologize in public or private? <laughs> Charles Leclerc. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about Leclerc. And that's why I'm and glad. You're so, you're so mad at him because he, he had one run in with Pierre. That you will never, you'll never crashed. let him and live. And everyone's down. everyone's respecting Leclerc like he's the number one driver for Ferrari. Everyone thinks he's great. He's on all the posters. He, you know, he's on all the he's billboards. Hot. He's hot he's as gorgeous. fuck. Everyone's all the experts, quote unquote, say he's like he's like in the Verstappen level. He just doesn't have right. the car, right? But he crashes all the time. He's fucking crashing all the time. He fucking yeah, crashes. but I like that. I'm here for it. In the beginning, we were like, our, in our first episode when we were talking about Leclerc was like that Leclerc's too nice, that he's like too much of like a like a, like a sweet little guy, that he doesn't have that edge, and the fact that he's like, I mean, he was driving like he wanted to kill someone in that race. He was mm. driving like he had something. I mean, he, he was driving like he had a really bad day. Like he was taken out. Well, he, he was taking it. his day out. He was taking his day out on on the entire field of drivers that race because he was being relentless and he was being reckless and it was fun to watch. And I'm here for his recklessness and it reminds me a little bit of kind of the early days of Max because if we if we remember right now Max is this machine, this hot machine with great hair, gorgeous machine. This machine a la Jude Law in AI by Steven Spielberg. What a he deep cut you just made. Deep cut. Yeah, the <laughs> sex robot of Jude Law in that movie. Smolder. That's what Max is driving like. And but beforehand, Max was Mr. Reckless where he's dri- where he's crashing into Ricardo and he has that same kind of thing. And I'm here for Leclerc even though he was driving in an insane way. I'm here for Leclerc being as aggressive as he was. And if Perez wants to be that much of a kind of like sore loser because he didn't have the pace and Leclerc was was overtaking him to kind of like push him off the road a couple times then uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of here for all of that. He apologized. Leclerc hasn't apologized. He owes I he owes you. Gasly an apology an apology. He owes half the grid a fucking apology. That's all I'm saying and I'm glad that Signs is beating him. Okay? I never thought I'd say this, but I'm glad Signs is beating him. I never thought you know, science kind of sneaks up on you. He's kind of unassuming, kind of blandsome, like very blandly handsome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but let me tell you, after a race like he had on Sunday, yeah, he's looking good. Yeah, yeah, he, he's looking hot. If you yeah. race well, you are hot, and <laughs> you—that's just like that's just what it is, and that's why like. That's why, like, you know, in the beginning, it was like Daniel Ricardo. I've never seen a man who looks this good before in my entire life. And now when I look at Daniel Ricardo, I'm like, he just doesn't, he's not doing it for me. And um, he used to, and it's because he's not, you know, he doesn't have that thing. But but science after the race, he had, he had a nice little tan going on, and he's got the stubble going on. He's looking fucking sexy. Yeah. Um, so I, I, have, I have a theory about signs, okay? I think he's okay. very savvy because now we know how good Lando is at driving. Like, we just mm-hmm. know he's a great driver. Like, he's up there, right? right. And signs beat him last year. And we saw all these, we saw all these like cute, like, videos of them being like, you know, friends and, you know, their, their rapport and playing games. Sorry, wait, wait. This is him and Norris. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. We saw signs and Norris. You know, yes. hanging out, and I feel buddy, like buddy, buddy, uh, buddy, buddy. I feel like Signs played him, dog. I feel like Signs was like, speak like, on it. I feel like, I feel like you know, Norris was like the eighth grader, you know, the mm-hmm. the the thirteen year old kid, and then the cooler fifteen, sixteen year old kid comes around, is like, hey, you want to hang out? You want to come over play some video games? Maybe crack a beer. And you're like, yeah, yeah. 
And it's like, yeah, I'll invite some girls over. And he's just like, not like nodding his head. Mm-hmm. And he's like looking up to him. And he just played him, dude. He played him. Yeah, he's like he's he's getting him drunk before the big game. Yes. Like, come on, we'll go yeah. out. Yeah. We'll, we'll, no, I'm having I'm having a drink. Meanwhile, he's drinking water. Yes. And yeah, he's this, get, is and he's getting, this is a G and T. This is a G and T. This is a G and T. I'm wasted. I'm wasted. And then all of a sudden, he's driving home, and Norris is like, fucking like, in the spins in the in the passenger seat, and and uh, and signs is is driving home, stone cold sober, thinking I'm gonna get you tomorrow. And then and then and then he realized he got played. And then mm-hmm. Daniel Ricardo shows up and he's like, I'm going to beat this guy's ass. I'm right, not right. So falling Nor- for yeah, this shit again. I Norris am- realizes he got no- played. Yeah. yeah, Norris realizes he got played. And-, and then when Daniel Ricardo comes in and he's and he's literally 30 yeah. and like doing lines of cocaine <laughs> and um, smoking cigarettes and he's like, yeah, you want to you wanna hang out? And Atlanta's like, no, no, no. Here's the thing is I think, I think the other problem is, is Ricardo's a little too old. Like he's a little mm-hmm. bit old guy to Norris where Signs was in that perfect like 25-year-old sweet spot. Yeah. And Ricardo's just an old man to Norris. Like, like. Ricardo's like, oh, hey, mate, you want to go out for a drink? And he's like, okay, boomer. Like, he's like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, so like, and now he's just beating Ricardo's ass. And I think he could have beaten Sainz's ass if he wasn't, if he wasn't in the sunken place with him. And so Sainz is obviously sneaky. We, we, we didn't realize he was this good. And now he's, he's killing, you know, he's gone on all these different teams and, he he did well at McLaren and now he's adapting well at Ferrari and uh, I just don't I don't know if I trust Signs. I don't know if I would leave Signs alone with my girlfriend. Okay, mm. and I think that's a new category for us is drivers who wouldn't want to leave home alone with our girlfriends. I think Signs is one one of them, yeah, not what, top rated. Right. I think Signs would like sneakily steal your girl, like you wouldn't know it was happening. Like one moment you have a girlfriend and then the next moment you don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he, she's gone, and she's like, right? She's like, my girlfriend would be like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm running off with Carlos. And I'm like, who's who the fuck's Carlos? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how he would do it. Like, 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 I wouldn't even know that it happened. Like, and he right. would actively steal her. Like, he would per, like like evilly do it. Right. I think Ricardo is in that conversation too, because, but I don't think he would do it. I don't think he would do it maliciously. I think I think my girlfriend He would be like he would be like at a party and hanging out with you. Yes. And like and and just like slowly just like overtake you as a man. He would just like slowly like you he would just stand next to you. Ricardo <laughs> would just stand next to you long enough uh-huh. for your girlfriend to look at the two of you and be like <laughs> Wait, why am I with why am I with him? <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. He would have and his I, arm around you, smiling, laughing, and she would say, like, why am I with this piece of shit right, when I could be with Right, right. It's just just it's just looking at the two of us. And I think and I think what it would end up happening is he would actually come to me and like mm-hmm. and be a nice guy about it. He'd be like, Look, man, I think we just want to do what makes her happy and she just wants to be with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> totally. he would be like like and I'd be like, shit, I guess. I guess he's right. You know, that's what he, you know what I mean? Like, like, cause I think my girlfriend would like, he wouldn't do anything. He would just be him. And she would be like, please take me like, like get me. Like you're just a better version of my boyfriend. You just have a bigger, nicer nose. And I realized Mm -hmm. I I thought I like Jews this whole time, but really Mm -hmm. I like Italians. That's what I realized. I like Italians with big Italian Australians with big noses. So I think he's the other. So those are third and second. But I think you have to reserve number one spot for Max Verstappen. For mm-hmm. the for the obvious fact that he literally stole another driver's girlfriend and nobody talks about this. And we're this spilling is, tea. We're spilling tea. This is why this is why you gotta come to the Red Flags podcast because all the other uh, publications, they don't talk about this shit. They sweep it under the rug. Because you know they, they all the other all the other podcasts that talk about Formula One just kind of go and they just kind of talk about the race and this this podcast so far has been absolute chaos. <laughs> we, we've been talking about the drivers and we haven't once mentioned like what position they finished in. <laughs> well, <laughs> and well, it might be the fact that it's it's one a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but it also might be the fact that we don't actually give a shit. Yeah. No, but like 
Like, I don't know why Formula One doesn't mm-hmm. fully lean into, like, the, the, the like, fact that the, Max Verstappen is dating a woman who has a child with another Formula One racer who's also on the Red Bull staff. Who, who he replaced. He literally took his seat. Daniel Kvyat was a racer. <laughs> he drove in one of the two Red Bull seats. Max <laughs> replaced him, stole his seat, then stole his girl. Look it up. It's like a wrestling storyline. And you know what they do in wrestling is they play that shit up because people want to watch that shit. I want to see Daniel Kvyat get a seat again and take that <laughs> shit to max. I and you know what? If run- Yuki Sonoda, and you know what? If Yuki Sonoda keeps not knowing how to go into the pit lane, <laughs> he might just get that seat. <laughs> exactly. Because currently Yuki Sonoda is the person who's in the seat that Daniel Kvyat could be in, and Yuki Sonoda didn't know that to not cross the line twice and got 10 seconds penalized during this race. I don't know if Daniel Kvyat's uh, an alternate on Red Bull anymore, but I just cuz I cuz I saw uh, like a I saw there was a clip of Pierre Gasly like um after he got like P two or P three in one of his yeah. races, he like offered Daniel Kvyat. He goes, he goes, Daniel, you're you're Russian. How about I bring the Red Bull to the party? And it's a horrible French accent. And you and yeah, you, bring, I, like, I bring the, I bring the Red Bull. I, I bring the there Red Bull. You bring the vodka. We have a party. And, and I remember Daniel Kvyat. He just said, "I've had enough Red Bull in my life." That was just so brutal. He's been fucking... Red Bull, like, ruined his life. So, yeah, Max is literally a fast, handsome stealer of girlfriends and baby mamas. Yeah. And um, that's not an indictment of Max. I think it's amazing. And I think we should be talking about it. And hopefully Daniel Kvyat can get back on the grid because that would be awesome to see them duke it out. Anyway... So yeah. I, you know, last thing I'll say is that you know who I would leave my girlfriend uh, in a room with is um, Lance Stroll because because um, <laughs> Lance Stroll has the it's not like they, he re- would respect my relationship he would like fully go for any guy who's like w- if it was a girl who he thought was cute and he found out that she had a boyfriend like obviously obviously he would not care. Yeah, but the, you can just imagine him like trying to lay the hit on and trying to flirt, and there's just something so um, there's just something so not hot about it. Um, I say that, and until he starts winning races, and all of a sudden my fucking hole starts opening up. For him. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so you know we're gonna do. How about we we. We, uh, you know, the, the rest of the race, there's there's some stuff to talk about. <laughs> Not that we've really been talking about the race at all. Um, let's just go through. I'm just going to go through the entire the, 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 the list of, of how the whole thing shook up. Um, well, didn't you so want to do that? We've already talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, didn't let's you get to do that. that. But we had. Okay. What? The hottest, uh, the, yeah. the hot moment? Our new section? Yeah. Let's get to our new section after this. Okay. So we had Verstappen in first, Botas second, Lando third. Hamilton fourth, Sainz fifth, Perez sixth, Ricardo seventh. Good performance from Ricardo, but he's still not quite there. Leclerc in eighth, Gasly in ninth. Disappointed to see our, our guy Gasly not fully get there, but they fucked a, him with the a, they fucked him with the pit stop strategy. That's all. No, nothing, nothing to worry about. Nothing, nothing to, worry to worry about, about there. Alonso in tenth. He overtook Russell in the last moments of the race. Um, Russell in eleventh. Sonoda, 12th, Stroll, 13th, Giovinazzi, uh, 14th, Raikkonen, 15th, Latifi, 16th, Vettel, then Schumacher, Mazepin, and Ocon didn't finish. Um, yeah, I, I, all that other shit, it's, it's like kind of par for the course. Vettel didn't finish. He, he kind of he had that crash at the end. All that stuff is to me is, is somewhat boring. So I, what I want to talk about is our new section, which I'm very excited about, which is hottest moment of the week. And it's, an, it's, it's when Matt and I are just going to like pick a moment from one of the drivers or something that happens during the, during the week that is just, just is fucking sexy and fucking smooth and fucking hot. And um, this week, I have to talk about this moment with Lando Norris. We're after the race. He's being interviewed, and it's after his podium celebration, and he's being interviewed, and George Russell, who had gotten 
bucked in the race because he was in 10th. He was about to get Williams' first point of the whole season. Gets passed by Alonso, doesn't get the point, and he's walking by, and he sees this little shit, Lando Norris, doing this interview, and he's, he's he, and he goes up to him, and he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to slap his ass, and he comes up to Lando, and he slaps his ass. Lando looks over. He kind of gives him like a, meh, hey, nice race, like, good job, like, like I've, hey, I've been there too. Good job, little kid. <laughs> In, in and F2. then in F2, he's like, because he used to beat, he used to beat Lando. He used to be like this, this kid, I used to fucking beat this kid. And now he's winning. But let me, let me try to like kind of puff my chest up and be the big man again. And he, and he slaps his ass. He looks at him. He says, Hey, nice race. And then he says, Ooh, your ass sweaty. Like he, he feels sweat on my hands. And then Lando Norris goes, it's champagne. And he and and the look on Russell's face, he's like, oh, and every and all the reporters go, oh shit. And then and then Norris looks at the camera and goes, I don't sweat. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Me? That was the fucking sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life, and it was, it was so, it was so amazing to watch because it was so like big brother energy where the guy was just like trying to fucking put Lando in his place and he just fucking like jujitsued him and took his punch and turned it into fucking Lando's power and just bodied him right there. And the reporter goes, oh, wow, really sticking the knife in, aren't you? Yeah. And he just has this little grin on his face. He's like, bitch, I'm the king of the hill now. <laughs> and what I also loved is that what you can see in the clip is that Russell, like, he couldn't, and he's British, so they're usually pretty good at, like, keeping a lid on it. <laughs> is he audibly groaned? He just went, oh, he just went, oh, like, he got me so fucking hard. He fucking, like, oh, that, it hurt him in his soul because he just got fucking blue balls over, a like, he, like, his whole thing was, like, can I get 10th? Can I get one point? Right, and he just right, like, right. like that was his struggle that day and was then, to get a single no point, point. And, and and Lando has like is 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 currently third in the fucking driver championship. Is he third? I think he's third. I don't know about that. I think I he's third. I don't know. I don't think he's third. Hold, hold. Hold. This will be fun. This will be fun while you look this up. <laughs> you need to suffer as listeners so oh, so Brian can be he's fourth <laughs> but he's hold on hold on hold on he's fourth but he's three points behind Perez who's in third okay okay so Pe he's I, three points he's right there everyone's been blowing Perez like wow the second seat isn't cursed like I mean he kind of he muffed it the other day I mean because Mercedes actually picked up points in the constructors race because of Perez's screw up but totally. enough we've, talking we've, about we've, racing we've covered this. because we've this covered is this. Yeah, yeah. this is not a racing podcast at the end of the day. <laughs> um, oh wait, wait. What's your what's your hottest moment of the of the week? You know, I was gonna say it was when Leclerc when um I even though I don't like Leclerc when Perez yeah. like hit Leclerc's car. Um, mm -hmm. Leclerc when and you know I usually think Leclerc is like a pretty mild mannered guy, pretty boring, especially on Driver to Survive. He seems pretty boring. Um, he came in with this really husky voice that I didn't know he had, like really angry. He sounded like a, like a French porn star, you know, he came in like, which, which Hey, wait, Matt, which French porn star? <laughs> I, I don't want to like out myself as someone who's, who's, who's watched porn, but I guess I'm, well, a, I will. His name I, is Manuel <laughs> Ferrara. Baby. Yeah. He sounds like <laughs> Manuel Ferrara. Like he sounded like a, if you know his work. Yeah. He sounded like a porn star. Like he, it was so husky and like earthy and it was just like, wow, I didn't know. I didn't know Leclerc could drop the bass like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm. he went in, he went, did he break my fucking car? Like, like, and it was like, gorgeous. It was like, like it was so entitled and royal, and like also mm -hmm. like they talk about it being a team sport all the time. But in that moment, it was like my car, right? Like it belonged. It wasn't Ferrari's car. It didn't belong to Benotto or you know the the the, no, the was, most. It was it was his it fucking was car. car. It was a it was my it was my car. 
But, Absolutely. But you made a really compelling case for Lando, and I think that was definitely the hottest moment of the week. But but runner-up yeah, for Leclerc. Takes, yeah, runner-up for Leclerc, who, who, despite the fact that you hate him, seems like you got something for him. Yeah, I think I think it's a love-hate thing. Um, okay, so I think that kind of does it, but we, of course, we have to get to last and and definitely least. Yes. Um, with the Haas team. Yes. And obviously, we're not going to talk about anything they did in the race because it's completely negligible. And Matt and I could be in two fucking Kia Souls and finish in the same positions that they finish in every week. But yes. Um, yes. we talked. Probably have last, less last of a step. chance. Actually, they probably have less of a chance of mechanical failure in a Kia Soul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> those are reliable like, cars. That's maybe. a reliable car. You don't need a pit change. You could just run those. Just run those for the whole for yeah. the whole entire race. Yeah. Um, last week we talked about this uh, this PR push to try to make Mazepin not seem like he's. Wait, the before worst we talk about that, before we talk about that, oh, what? I have okay. another angle on this. Before okay. we just talk about Mazepin, because we always yeah. talk about Mazepin. I like want to like Haas team. I want to like the Haas right. team because they're an American team, right? And they're an underdogs. So I like I like yeah. that. I like that. And I like, I've already said my love of Gunther. Like it's, right. it's well known by the, you know, thousands yes. and thousands of people that listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but they do so many things wrong beyond racing, right? Like, first of all, you look at their car, look at their car. Those are fucking Russian colors. Okay. They have the Russian flag on American fucking car. Okay. And it's fucking <laughs> it's red, discre- white, and blue, isn't it? Those are Russian. That's that is the look at the Russian red, white, and blue. Those are you are you you have not <laughs> taken the red pill if you think that that is the American flag. I see it for what it is. Or or have I taken the red pill? I don't know if the analogy is working. Q, it's a Q and on throwback to last episode. Mm-hmm. But right. But that is a the red the American red, white, and blue. The the reds are the red and the blue is darker. That is like a. A bright red, white, and blue. That is clearly a Russian flag. Okay, they they have a Russian billionaire in there. Okay, I mean, it is such a. I mean, another podcaster said this. I'm, I'm ripping him off, but they are a they are a microcosm for America, right? They they're an American team that is influenced by a a Russian oligarch. And run by a sex pest, okay? <laughs> like, like a spoiled child sex pest, okay? That is America in a nutshell, is the Haas team. But even still, I wanted to buy a Haas hat because, you know, I wanted to be hipster and, and root for the American, like, team that no one's heard of. But right. their hat was fucking garbage. Like, their hat, like, they can't even get the hat right. Like, I won't even give them my money because the hat was so fucking ugly. But anyway, back to Mazepin, uh, Max, Ma- Mazepin's uh, PR spin. Yeah, so last week we talked about how Gunther uh, gave Mazepin, Mazepin this little... <laughs> see, it's, see, it's working, it's, it's working, it's getting, it's working. He gave him this little spinning top as this way of being like, look, it's, you, know, it's, you spin this, it's a Mazepin. So you spin this instead of spinning on the race. And, you know, I, I, and in further, it was completely a, a PR push to make Mazepin seem human and make him seem like someone that you could potentially like. And um, and then this week, Mazepin as a kind of like, ooh, let's keep this thing going. Because yeah, the first one was such a hit. The first one was such a hit <laughs> that at this point, Haas is not so much racing as they're doing sketch comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're literally like it's like they probably spend as much time and effort thinking of these bits as they do kind of like working on their front wing because this week Mazepin comes in with a, a door he, he has this big cardboard box that has a door in it and it's like you know last week Gunther gave me the spinning top he so speaks this great week, English can I just say that that's the one nice thing I'll say yeah. about Mazepin. He speaks very good English, <laughs> and that is a that's the highest compliment we could possibly give you on this podcast. And, and the and the only and the he, I said he speaks. Did I say he speaks very good English? Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, I think he, did. he he so he speaks better he English speak, than I do because I just said right. that wrong. Um. So Mazepin comes in with this with a door, and you're thinking, what what's this? And the 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 bit of it is that uh, in twenty. 
18 or whenever it was during 19 when we watched during during um on drive to survive when gunter had this big fight with magnuson and grosjean after they crashed into each other to race and the fight was going they just were screaming at each other and then as magnuson was leaving the room he slammed the door and broke the door and so that was this big dramatic moment and Mazepin, as his way of kind of like, you know, trying to get on SNL, comes in <laughs> with a door and he's like, he gives it to Gunter as kind of like, I, I got you this door so that you can break it and not get mad. And, and, well, um, it said fuck and, smash door or something, right? Fuck door. Yeah. yeah. But you know what it is? Cause in comedy, Brian, they have something called a callback. So it's a callback. It's a five years later callback that they had a team of writers working on day and night. Um, and he I was want, also like, a bad to- actor. He also couldn't act worth shit. And then Gunther like kind of roasted him. He's like, who are your followers? Like, you don't have any followers like Kevin Magnuson. Like, <laughs> and you're not polite. Like he just fucking like roasted him. And it just was crazy. Like it was uncomfortable. Yeah. It was a bad, it was bad PR. Yeah. Sorry. It was bad PR, unlike as we said, Lewis's good PR because they can learn a two, they can learn a thing or two from the uh, from the pristine uh, press ability of Lewis Hamilton. Well, because it was subtle, because um, it was subtle, and he and he and right. he did it all in his fucking race car. <laughs> yeah, because right. because he because he's got the driving down, because he can because right. he can walk and chew gum at the same time. Uh, but but you want to know something. The, the 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 Lando the 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 um the Lewis PR doesn't get by us, uh-huh. and 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 because there's a lot of this PR like like the Mazepin PR is so bad because like Mazepin is, is like <laughs> no no it's good it's, it's so it's, bad that it's it's that so it's bad it's, and it's good because we can see it for what it is because Mazepin mm-hmm. is such a bad person like he really is he's a pay driver but. He, you know, we all know about the the groping incident where he released that video on himself, but he's done right. other awful things that we're going to get to in more detail in our heroes and villains like overview podcast that we'll do later. But he punched another driver in the face. He potentially outed George Russell for being gay on the internet. Like it's horrible. Like he's a horrible person. By the way, yeah, he's a piece of we're shit. Not and saying, we will, and- we're not saying that George Russell is gay, but Mazepin's saying it on the internet. Okay. And so he's horrible, okay? And right. if, if 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 Russell isn't gay, that's wrong. And if he is gay, that's wrong. It's wrong right. no matter how you slice it. So Mazepin is a horrible person, and people are hip to that. But you know who's also not a great person? Okay, well, let's let's back up and say there's another, like, feel-good, quote-unquote, story that's been going around F1 News lately, which is, mm-hmm. like, the bromance like kind of like the, the the little bromance between Lando and uh, Lewis, like how Lewis is kind of taking Lando under his wing, saying he's a good driver, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. There's a little bromance going between uh, George Russell and Alonzo. Like they've traded helmets. He called like Alonzo called him future world champ. Like, mm-hmm. oh, isn't that nice? And they they did the story about you know Alonzo. You know he's been doing grid walks, and every time he does a grid walk, he scores a point. And isn't that funny? And he's superstitious. And oh, he scored another point. Oh, he's good. Oh, looks like I'll have to do another grid walk. Isn't he quirky and superstitious and cute? And he's got such good banter with his. You know what I'm saying? You know what a guy. Okay, what a guy. And then and then when he said, oh, it it really killed me to pass. Uh, George Russell. Right. That he was, was the other thing he said. Passing he, yes, Russell. He, oh, oh, I wish so it When I saw it was to... him, when I saw oh, it was him, I wish it could have been anyone oh, else. I thought it was, oh my God, oh, it, my it pains me to do this. Oh, I can't do a Spanish accent. I wish I could. It really, it made, it really made, it really made me so upset. Let me tell you something. Do, does everybody, because I don't know, I don't know a lot about F1, but the people who cover it do. Do they have fucking amnesia? Okay? Fernando Alonso is a terrible teammate. Okay? Okay? He makes Michael Jordan, like, in terms of, <laughs> like, he makes him look like like Mary Poppins. Okay? <laughs> this guy, okay, he black... I mean, we'll get into it in the Heroes and Villains thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, uh, this, this is a teaser. But, Matt's, but, but basically, I, this- I just want to say... He blackmailed his own team to sink Lewis's career, 
okay? And then got McLaren fined $100 million, okay? And he did some questionably unethical things, maybe some, maybe, maybe condoned some racism with Lewis. He is not a yeah. magnanimous guy. He is a fucking killer, okay? He is a cyborg. And... and he- <laughs> And and he, we're here and we're here to to neutralize him. Yes. And, yes. And and there'll be there'll be more of this coming in future episodes because we're gonna do in in terms of we're we're coming to the end of this one because so I'm, uh, honestly, I see through if, you, Fernando. I see right fucking through you, and I see through all the bullshit. And, and George, see the thing is, is guys like George Russell they looked up to Fernando, but I didn't start I didn't start watching until like thirty seconds ago, and I know that you're a piece of shit, Fernando. And George, George. If you listen to me, if it was between, if, if, he, if he could kill you and get a point, he would do it. He would cut your heart out <laughs> for a championship point. Okay? He would do it. <laughs> if he thought he could um, get another third, like a, a third of a second on the straights and kill you, he would do it. Okay? Read about it. Strong Look words. Strong words from the Red Flags podcast. Um, if you're still listening to this podcast... Thank you, because you're stronger than I. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that that just about does it for us. Um, we know uh, race this upcoming weekend. We've got um, the drivers have some time off, but you know who doesn't have time off? The Red Flags Pod, because we're gonna have some we're gonna have some good episodes coming from you soon. We've already mentioned the the episode where we rank the hotness of the drivers. We're gonna be doing an episode. Um, about just explaining a little bit of what, what F1 is. And we're also planning an episode where we're, we're talking about heroes and villains. And we're going to be able to get into more of the juicy tea that we've been spilling on this pod. And um, yeah, so look forward to that again, please. If you're listening to this podcast, it would mean so much to us if you uh, if you post about it on, on social media, if you could post about it on Twitter or, or throw up a little, you know, people do those sexy little Instagram stories where they're like, oh my God, I'm listening to this podcast. Um, we would obviously love and appreciate one of those. Our, to, our, to our listener in Berlin, shout out because they made an amazing review on Apple Podcasts where they were talking about the, how they're a little slut who lives with the drama. They live in Berlin. And um, that's pretty amazing. Please also, yeah, if you can rate us on Apple Podcasts, that would be great. Um, all right, wankers, that's it for the Red Flags pod. We'll see you again next week. Did you break my fucking car? <laughs> <laughs>